the founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company, and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's gotta be a better way. There is real estate agents. I trust.com. Mike Slater. Slater, Slater, let's do one more quick segment on this, and then we'll we'll, we'll be done with it. Um, now that it's out there. <laughs> out there forever. Uh, I don't think Donald Trump really wants the job. And I think he's looking for a way out. And he's looking for a way to give his, his thousand delegates to whoever will kiss his butt the most for them. Because then he will have the upper hand on them forever, and he can still salvage his brand without actually having to be the president because he doesn't want to uh just shared a uh insight from stephanie gagielski who was a strategist for the make america great again super PAC, who said a year ago she went to his office and she was told that the plan was to have him get second place all along uh Another example, Sherry Jacobus, she's a GOP strategist. She wanted to be his communications director and uh, didn't get the job, but I don't think this is sour grapes. She says, I believe Trump senses he is in over his head and doesn't really want the nomination. He wanted to help his brand and have fun, but not to be savaged by the Clintons if he's the candidate. He wouldn't mind falling short of a delegate majority, losing the nomination, and then playing angry celebrity victim in the coming years. Uh, the only thing I disagree with that is if he leaves, I don't think he'd play the angry celebrity victim. I think he'll play the uh, hero on white horse who saved the day, who united the party. And uh, they, uh, put it like this. If Donald Trump drops out and gives his delegates to Ted Cruz, I bet Glenn Beck will become a, t- a, a Donald Trump fan. <laughs> All right. Even Glenn Beck will be like, oh, Donald, great job. Thanks for playing. Okay, see you later. Everyone will love him. So I don't think he'll be angry. I think he'll leave the hero. Uh, John Fund, National Review, says that he talked to a high-level Trump staffer, like like on the business side, not the candidate side, on the business team. And this was uh, earlier on when Trump just skyrocketed in the polls real quick. And this is what John Fund says. He says, a group of his staffers, again, on the business side, sat around the office one day imagining what the reaction of their boss would be if he actually won the presidency. And one staffer told me, we concluded that he really would say, guys, what did you do to me? I had a great life. Now I have to move to the White House? So even his staffers in, the, in his business think he, don't, he doesn't really want it. I'll give you one last example. Arnold Schwarzenegger. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger, former governor of California, he admitted just a year or so ago that when he said he was going to run for governor on Leno's show, he admitted that when he said that, it was a joke. He said he was joking. He said he didn't, he just wanted to see what the reaction would be, right? I think he had a movie coming out or a show or something, and he thought it'd be good for publicity, and he had no plan to be like what he was going to do when he won, or if he won, he didn't intend to win. He had no plan on how to win. He didn't, he didn't want to run. He said he never even ran it by his wife. He thought it would be funny and it would get some attention. Two months later, he's the governor of California. Okay, that's, that's from Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what he said. So this isn't unprecedented to have a celebrity step into a race just for publicity purposes. And it wouldn't be unprecedented if that celebrity said, oh, gosh, I, I, guess I, I guess I won. One last story. Trump always wants the upper hand. Always. He always wants the upper hand. Do you, um, do you guys watch House of Cards? I, I didn't. I didn't think. I tried not to for a long, long time because I was like, "Why do I want to watch like dramatic interpretations of like politics? Like I, I got enough politics, but it's good." So Frank Underwood, who's the president in the show, he always has something on whoever he's dealing with. Right? If he's going to go and make a deal with someone, he always has some piece of information on that person in case they get out of line. And when that person pushes back, he plays that card to get them back under his thumb. Right, So Frank Underwood in House of Cards always has the upper hand. Trump is the same thing. He'll always have dirt on someone and therefore be in control of that person. It's how he negotiates in the business world. He always has a card to play. I'll give you an example of this. Fox News. Have you noticed, obviously you've noticed, Trump going after Fox News. Why? How, how can he go after Fox News? Here's how. Fascinating article in the New Yorker. Sorry, guys, it's been so long since I've been here. What, what time do we go out? go out? 28, right? Okay. Um, the author of this piece in The New Yorker wrote a biography about Roger Ailes back in 2014. It's called The Loudest Voice in the Room. Roger Ailes didn't like it. He fired his longtime PR advisor, Brian Lewis, because he thought that this guy was the source of the information for the book. Fired him. So Lewis wanted severance. He went and he hired a big-time lawyer, Judd Bernstein. Now, it turns out Bernstein, the lawyer, worked for Trump back in the 90s. And Roger Ailes liked Donald Trump. So they both asked Donald Trump to mediate. So think about this. Donald Trump ran the negotiations, the severance negotiations, out of his office in the Trump Tower to try and figure out what this guy's severance package should be for being fired. This is Donald Trump. He said Roger had lawyers, very expensive lawyers. And they couldn't do anything. I solved the problem. And in the end, Roger Ailes paid his former PR guy millions of dollars to go away. But in the process, Trump learned everything that this guy was planning on leaking about Roger Ailes. Which means if Ailes were ever to go to really go to war with Trump, Trump has an arsenal to launch back at Roger Ailes. Now, I don't know what those things are on Roger Ailes, but it's enough. It's enough that's worthy of paying someone millions of dollars to go away and keep quiet. And Roger Ailes went to Donald Trump to mediate and gave him all this ammunition against him. Trump 
has the leverage over Fox News. That's how, that's how he can go after them without tr- Fox News going back after Trump. Trump will always have the leverage over anyone he works with. And again, if he can give his thousand delegates to, let's say, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz will owe everything to Donald Trump and Donald Trump will walk away and always have the upper hand. Mike Slater, show the blaze radio network. Spread the word. This is Mike Slater, part of the next generation of talk radio on the blaze radio network. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent, and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this, uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company. And it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a 1,000 agents across the country, and they are people that listen to this show. And so when you go through real estate agents I trust, it's sent to somebody who already, you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Real estate agents, I trust.com.